after further review as this is one of Frank's favorite songs. Do not listen to him. <laughs> he is selling you snake oil. We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WXUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings, 11 to 1 on WXUT. Fula. Back here on 88.3 WGTs after further review with Round Ball Rock, the theme of NBA on NBC. We're about to talk about some NBA, the woeful Detroit Pistons. About 10 minutes, Frank. Uh, so, I mean, look, not that the Pistons were already there, but as if things haven't been at the bottom of the chili pot. They are now because sell the team chance broke what, out. The chili pot or the potluck bucket. What <sighs> whatever sounds more bottom worthy to you? Mm-hmm. Um, Apple bottom worthy. Okay. Uh, okay then. All right, keep going. So I mean, two and twenty six. They started out two and one. They've lost twenty five straight games, and on Monday, I believe, or is it Tuesday? They could possibly uh, break the all time losing streak by a team. Yeah, by the Philadelphia seventy sixers, I believe. Yeah, and. Speaking, I mean, speaking of the 76ers, there are those that say, well, maybe this is like the process Sixers. One problem. The process Sixers was basically just fringe NBA guys thrown out there. They had no intention of winning games. This team is a collection of top 10 picks, picks who do not fit Monty Williams' system. Because, the, I mean, Derek, you know just as well as I do. The NBA has become analytics-driven and revolved around the three-point shot. League average for three-point shooting for teams is 35%. The Pistons are way below that. In fact, they don't have a single player who's hitting that mark. Herc, so, I mean, it's basically it's basically suicide. Right. All right, and of course, with the sell the team chance breakout, which I've been... I've been an advocate for selling the team because it's uh, it's obvious to me Tom Gores does not give a hoot and does not know a damn thing about basketball. But if this was a team that he had a general manager put this team together, what's the owner got to do with it? He's not out there shooting the basketball or passing it. I understand that. However, as the owner, you're all, it's basically this is your team. You paid money to get it. And if they're constant, if they're constantly playing, looking crappy all the time, it's all going to come back to you. And then he tries to go out and say, "In fact, I actually have the article from M Live Camp where he actually did speak to the media, which I find shocking." The sell a team chance quote: "They can say what they want, but that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And other than winning, we should win more games. But we do everything to bring the best to Detroit." Sell the team? I mean, they don't understand what we're doing in the community. I know we have to have more wins, but we're taking care of the community and being in tune with the community. Me selling the team would be selling the community out. Get out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're basically saying, oh, well, we're doing all this good stuff uh, for the community. 
And even though we suck, he's he's basically trying to say trying to deflect away from it. I mean, truthfully, I, I've said it. He's got to sell. Well, I think Troy Weaver has been a grifter of a GM. Everyone thought, oh, he's doing so well with all his draft day trades. What's he really done that's impacted this team? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Hey, he's got to go. Arn Tellum, who's seemingly been with the Pistons for forever, he's got to go. Oh, you got you basically have to have new owner, new management. I mean, whether Monty Williams sticks around or not, I really don't know because look, I I think Monty Williams is a decent coach. I mean, look at his track record with the Suns. Huns, the problem is he he got handed a roster that is the antithesis of what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. So uh, and of course, I th- really think the whole sell the team came from um, playing the Utah, not the Jazz, the Az, as you affectionately have called them in the past. The Az, mm-hmm. yeah, because they they were they had eight of their top rotation guys sitting out, mm-hmm. so they were basically throwing a G League team out there, and it brought up. Well, if a G League team plays a crappy NBA team, the crappy NBA team should win because those guys play at the highest level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about that. Uh-huh. <laughs> that they end, they ended up losing, and I'm not even sure if they. And I think there's even odds out there that they may not even win a single game the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Plus hundred thousand odds according to FanDuel. So take that for what it's worth, ladies and gentlemen. If I can pull up their upcoming schedule well, real quick. Uh, yeah, they play the Brooklyn Nets tonight. Yeah, the home and the home and home. Yeah. Yeah, here. Yeah, they play br- rest of their schedule. Brooklyn tonight. Brooklyn the day after Christmas. Yep. At Boston. So as I said, if they lose both games to Brooklyn on Tuesday, that will be they break the streak. And it's kind of funny because you look at if you look at ESPN, if you go to their site and you look at the schedule, you say, well, you know, they're past the 2023-24 schedule. Tonight is at the Nets or Saturday night the 23rd, and then after that, all you see is red L's, L L L L L L L L full schedule. Let's go to the full schedule. Look at this. Miami a loss. They beat Charlotte in Chicago back to back wins is when they started off two and two and one, and that Chicago team is way different. That was on Saturday, October twenty eighth. They didn't win in the month of November, and they're almost not going to win in the month of December. Two months of losing, yeah. And and of course, catching them L's. When when is it going to get to the point where? Adam Silver's going to step in and say... For what? No. What does he need to step in for? Well, hasn't... Ha- well, I don't no, mean... The, no, he doesn't need to step hasn't in. Hasn't the NBA stepped in with the Sixers before when they were losing? I said, you know what? You better clean it up or certain people who are running the show aren't going to be running the show anymore. Because if, if, if you're purposely tanking, yes, the, the NBA will step in. The Pistons are losing. They have talent. They're just losing the games. Difference, Frank. Difference. Way different. 
I mean, it also doesn't help that Tom Gorris's company charges top dollar for for prison inmates to call their families. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I've also... And there may or may not be a report out there that his company oh, has a $1 billion debt, so connect the dots. Mm. David, any thoughts before we move on? Well, I just think it's like you're a young team, and this is the growing pains of being a young team in a league, and particularly at a day and age where you are trying to win, you're trying to develop, but everyone else around you is just that much better. Now, do I think that this is them tanking? No, I don't see why Adam Silver should be anywhere close. I mean, maybe just to ask if Monty Williams is all right because he's going from title contender in Phoenix or close to being a title contender to, hey, you're at the other complete other end of the spectrum. But, yeah, it's... It's tough being a Detroit Pistons fan because this is a rebuild. And while you want them to win, they're going to have to learn how to... In order to know how to win, you have to learn how to lose. Because Mm -hmm. it's in that losing that you get better and that you develop and that you grow and that you figure out what you need to improve at so that you can win. David, here's the problem with that. The losing has gone on way too long. And I mean, it do, and I mean, it doesn't help that now the report comes out that Troy Weaver says, "Hey, we're going to trade for a wing. We're going to," and there's linking Tobias Harris or OG Ananobi. Uh, well, I mean, that's not maybe a that's not. Is needed. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I I'm not I'm not disagreeing that they do need and, adult. And David, room. David's right. You can't win with youth in this league. You got to have a couple veterans. They, you're basically the Houston Rockets, where you got talent, but the kids just don't know how to play the NBA game or win. That's that's the problem. You yeah, need, you I mean, need, you need at least a couple veterans in there, and that means you might have to give up a couple of the youthful pieces. But yeah, this and league. here's who, and here's what's going to end up having to happen. As much as it galls me to say it, they're going to have to trade Cade Cunningham. Mm, not yet. Uh yeah, you are. Why? For one, hun, he's going to be eligible for an extension this summer, and you're not going to be and I don't think you're going to be able to offer him a max deal. Well, I, I think what you're one of your problems, I don't think it's Kate Cunningham. I think it's the guard pay play. Yeah, I'm Killian, not I mean, I'm not Killian faulting Hayes. Cade. Killian Hayes didn't really turn out the way you thought he would. Uh Jane Ivy's more of a two guard. I think Asir Thompson has really come along. You got a bunch of wings and not really a, a facilitating point guard or even a point guard. It can be a threat toward the end of the game as far as an offensive threat. I think that's kind of what's going on with that. And look, and even adding the fifth and even adding a bunch of big guys, I mean, J- you have James Wiseman, Jalen Duran, Beef Stew. I mean, it, it, they just don't, it just doesn't work together. Mm-hmm. Now I mean, well, look. And, I mean and, 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 there are, and there are some people saying, well, if he sells a team, the new owner might want to move them. No, I mean, look, I, I'm going to make it known that I don't want this team to move out, but I'm kind of at the point where if they end up moving to 
Vegas, Seattle, Pittsburgh, hell, even if they move to Montreal, Canada, which I'm not saying will happen. Mm-hmm. There are, I think the amount of people who would actually be sad, upset, would be greatly outnumbered by the people like, ah, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it's because we become desensitized by such a bad product. Mm-hmm. That's true. Well, getting to our last segment, though. I, hopefully the Pistons turn around, but I doubt it. Uh, they got two games, Saturday and Tuesday, against the Nets. Two chances to break their streak, but then if they don't do that, they got Boston and Toronto to end the year. Um, I think Actually, that Boston one will be tough. Yeah, it's in Boston. Yeah, you're, not, you're not winning that one. And they're at home against Toronto. And then men, now January 1st is in Houston. That could be one where they break it. They'll start the new year with a win. I'm not seeing they're, it. They're on they're on a four game road trip and start, think, to start the beginning of the year. Yeah, and of course I've may or may not have heard reports that when the the Sacramento Kings come in, and people might stage a walkout during the game. Why? Just as a way to say, hey, your product sucks. The Pistons, not the actual um, Kings. No, no, yeah, it's 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 in Detroit. It's in Detroit. It's not in Sacramento. Okay. Yeah, that's there for. Yeah, because after they host Toronto, well, January nine, you're going way way past that. Yeah. Before, yeah. Well, let's let's talk about let's let's talk about what's coming up before you get to the next home game. But anyway, take a quick commercial break. Listen to eighty-eight point three WTS. After further review, make sure you check us out on SoundCloud and on iTunes. Um, to listen to our segments. Hopefully the Pistons get a win and uh, it won't be so woeful for uh, Frank. All right, take a quick commercial break. We'll be back after this.